0: Welcome to Gav Session. My name is Gavin Foster, and I am a K 8 music teacher from Ontario, Canada. I love music, I love technology, I love my job, and I love sharing my successes and my learning. Check it out, and thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Gav's session. Um, So I'm going to start with some good news and some bad news. So good news is today is uh, January the 9th, uh, and I am actually going to be talking to you today about what happened in my classes on January the 9th. That's right. I have officially caught up. Um, so I am going to be talking to you as best as I can every week about what's happening sort of live right now in the week. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I started my podcast about three weeks off of real time and I've managed to catch up. So here I am today is the uh, actual day that, uh, the lesson was delivered to the kids and you'll hear exactly kind of how it went from my point of view. So that's the good news. Um, the bad news is and maybe this isn't the worst news, but I wasn't actually at school today. I was at a meeting at the board office. So um, what you're going to get is a combination of the notes from my supply teacher, as well as sort of my evidence looking at um, looking at the work that was done today. So that's kind of where I'm at now. But that's sort of my, uh, my good news and my bad news. So let's kind of dive right into section one, which is uh, talking about sort of where I'm at musically this week. So um, for those people that are uh, Ontario teachers like me, you'll know that we started back to school uh, this week after the winter break. So I've been back for uh, two days Um, and I kind of had this. Uh, epiphany wave over me um, while I was on break, my own kids have been watching a lot of the movie Trolls, like like a lot. Um, my three-year-olds can't get enough of it. And so for those people that uh, haven't seen the movie, Trolls is a, uh, a musical. So the, the trolls themselves burst into song all the time. And they're kind of pop tunes. So I started thinking as I was watching Trolls for the nine millionth time over the break – I wonder if I could use some of these songs in uh, in my classes. And I started thinking about which ones would transfer well and which ones would be easy for the kids to sing and which ones we could actually sort of swing a little message at them as well. Uh, and I've come up with two. So I piloted one so far. So earlier this week, I started singing uh, Simon and Garfunkel's The Sound of Silence. And I'm doing that with my primary students, so grades 1, 2, and 3. Um, and I kind of had this plan where I was going to show them a little clip of Trolls because the song is only in the movie for about 30 seconds. So I just went onto YouTube and I grabbed a little 30-second clip and I showed them, here's this song from Trolls. A lot of the kids seem to know it. And then I started talking about um, my interpretation of the song and why I think it's good for kids. And so I tell the kids that the song is about dreams and the song is about a person who desperately wants to remember their dream, but they just can't quite remember it. So they're waiting for, as they say in Peter Pan, that moment between sleep and awake um, when that dream will kind of come back to them. And then I talk about how after the first stanza, after the first part of the poem, the dream does start coming back to the the person singing the song in little tiny bits and snippets and waves. And my kids all kind of looked at me with this big nod, like, yeah, yeah, we know what that's like. We know what it feels like to have your dream kind of come back to you in bits and pieces. And so we would sing through the first little bit of uh, sound of silence, which from grade one to three, they're actually pretty good with the words cause they've all seen the movie a million times. Um, and then I had this activity where I said, uh, okay, let's turn off all the lights in my classroom and close the blinds and let's try to sing it in the dark and let's try to you know, make our voices kind of quiet and dreamlike. And it's coming across really, really well. So I've got this group of grade one, twos, and threes right now singing The Sound of Silence. And uh, I'm going to try over the next couple of weeks to bring in um, the other stanzas, the other parts of the song that aren't in the movie and see how that goes. But So that's kind of where I am right now with, uh, with music because I've got my guitar out and we're working on sound of silence and I'm kind of adjusting the key a little bit to make it work for my kids. But I think that's going to be fun. And then for my choir, which is a group of students in grades four, five, and six, I've got a couple of other ideas. So first of all, um, I have been in communication with a Canadian musician. Uh, oops his name is Andrew Penner and he is the lead singer songwriter slash band director of a band called sun parlor players. Um, and they write a song, they play a song that has always been really interesting to me. It's a song called the battle of 77. Um, and I just kind of reached out to, uh, through their, through their management company. And I said, I'm a music teacher. I'm interested in having my choir sing one of your songs I'm wondering what kind of, you know, legal rights I would need from you to have this performed, you know, give me a give me a ring back. And I got an email back right away from Andrew Penner. And he was like, I'm the songwriter. I think that's really cool. Like, let me know what you're thinking about and how can I help. And so I kind of told him, I said, I got a group of uh, like 80 kids that sing and I'd like to try one of your songs and here's the song I want to try. And he wrote me back and he said, uh, okay, so what do you need from me? So I said, okay, well, first of all, I need your permission to do the song. I said, if you have any kind of, uh, a chord chart lead sheet written music anything like that for for us to go on that'd be great if not i can kind of do it myself and then i said i just need permission from you to alter the key slightly if i have to, to to suit the child's voices best so he wrote me back and he said first of all yes you have my permission he's like on the caveat that you make a recording i gotta hear what this sounds like sung by kids it's really cool so i'll totally record it and maybe try to get some of it up here on my podcast he said, I don't actually have music or a lead sheet, but he said, what I will do is he sent me all the lyrics and he says, uh, here is the, the chords, the chord.' And he said, you can kind of figure it out from there. And then he wrote me and he said, now my guitar is tuned in an alternate key. And so the chords are a little bit fuzzy because I don't play them in the normal key, but you can figure this out. Um, and then he said, yeah, you have total permission to adjust key if you need to for singers. So my choir is going to start by looking at this song called The Battle of 77, which uh, you can look up on uh, on YouTube and, and uh, Google Play Music and iTunes Music and look around for it. Sun Parlor Players, Battle of 77, cool song. And then going back to Trolls, I was like, I wonder if there's another song, because again, my grade fours, fives, and sixes like to think they're too cool for a movie like Trolls, but they've probably all seen it and they probably know all the words to all the music. So I was looking through at some of it, and I thought a good place to start, and it's a good school song. I think we're gonna do True Colors by um, by Phil Collins. Uh, it was you know remade by Cyndi Lauper, and then it was remade by like Wiz Khalifa and a couple of hip hop guys, and then for Trolls it was uh, remade by Justin Timberlake. So I've got a couple of versions of that. And, uh, I've started just kind of introducing it to a few kids, like at recess as they walk by and a lot of kids like, Oh, I know that that's the song controls. So they, they may not know the Phil Collins version, but they, they know the Justin Timberlake version. And I thought that'd be cool. So that's kind of where I'm at musically. So right now I'm, uh, I've got some sound of silence going in my head and I've got some, uh, true colors kind of going in my head. I got my guitar ready for both. And, uh, and then I'm going to be doing some work with Andrew Penner trying to get a, a Canadian uh, music song out there to my group. And then I've got this other kind of wish where I'll talk more about it if it comes true. But I'm going to reach out to another uh, Canadian musical group uh, through their management company the same way I did with Sun Parlor Players and see if I can get permission from somebody else uh, to do another song um, that's kind of been in my brain the last little while. And I like it because it's kind of a duet. So it would be me and the kids probably where I would sing part and the kids would be like my backup group or backup singers. And then depending on how the kids like the song, I could totally easily back away and pick a couple of solo kids who want to go in there and sing that part. So um, we'll see how it works. This is a little bit of a um, a larger Canadian act. So I don't know uh, how well I will get through to them through the management company, but I'm going to try and see what I get. So if I get more, I'll let you know. But that's kind of where I'm at uh, musically right now. So I'm going to uh, take a break, catch my breath, because you might notice I'm talking really fast. Uh, And then I will come back with part two, and we'll talk uh, a little tech talk. Thanks. All right, so I'm back for part two. So a little bit of a tech talk here. So for what I was doing today, I knew I wouldn't be here. So I wanted to... um, definitely not kind of right today off. I wanted to make sure I left something for the kids because it was the first week back. I wanted to make sure it was something that was sort of easy enough and doable enough that they could all do kind of without me there. And I knew there'd be a supply teacher, but I just wanted to make sure they could handle it. And I wanted to make it pretty uh, uh, easy for them to follow through what my expectations were. So I did a couple of different things. So first of all, um, I used a program that I have used a few times before. And it is called um, School Video Recorder for Google Drive. I think that's what it's called if you go to the App Store. Um, And it's basically just a big red record button that when you push it, uh, it makes a video recording from your machine and it saves it just right into your Google Drive. And then you can take that recording and you can put it somewhere else. It does the recording in a WebM format. So um, it's a recording that is not uh, overly huge, but it is a recording that you can um, uh, sort of easily save and easily uh, pass around to people. So I put that right into my day plans. So I told my supply teacher, I said, when the kids come in, play this, um, play this video for them. So they, uh, the, the teacher looks like they did that. Uh, and the kids kind of came in. They watched a video of me telling them what, um, what they were going to be doing that day. And so here is kind of what I planned uh, for the day. I um, posted an assignment that was kind of based on the top 10 video that we watched before the break. So for those people who, uh, who missed that episode, I showed them a YouTube clip. Uh, of a band of a, of a company called watch mojo who does top 10 lists and they did the top 10 songs that tell a story. Uh, and I already did a whole podcast on kind of what I felt about that list. And and I'm not saying that I loved it or hated it, but there was a, there was a list. Um, so anyway, so I, I said, I'm going to give you guys two tasks with that list. So I said, the first task I want you to do is, and I made a, I made a little Google doc for them that had, uh, A link to the YouTube video where they could watch all of the sort of top 10 songs and then I listed the top 10 songs and put a link from each song so they could go and listen to the whole song in the list so I said uh, part 1 I want you to pick one of the 10 songs from that list and I want you to watch the video completely and then I want you to fill out this Google form that I labeled part one and so the kids went uh, and they listened to it and they filled out part one. Um, and then the questions in part one, basically I asked them four main questions. So I said, which of the 10 songs did you listen to? I said, how do you, how much did you enjoy this song on a scale of one to five? One being hated it, five being it's my new favorite song. I asked them for the third question. I said, can you retell the story of this song? Like in just a few words, like just give me your idea of what the story of this song is about. And then the sort of harder question I asked, I said, if you related to one of the characters in the story, please tell me how. And if you didn't relate to any of the characters in the story, please tell me how the storyteller could change the story so that it better fits your life. Um, And I thought that that was maybe a confusing question, but I I hoped it would get the opinion across. Um, And so in order to do that, I used Google Forms. Um, which, if you guys haven't used that before, it's quite easy. You go to forms.google.com, pops up, and you click the blue plus button to create a new form. And then I just kind of ask the four questions. So the which song did you choose? I used a, a drop-down list. So I created the drop-down list and you just drop it down and click on it. When it says uh, how did you enjoy this song? There's a sliding scale feature. So I did a sliding scale, and the kids kind of push one to five on the sliding scale. Um, and then the last two are kind of paragraph questions where you just ask the question and then you set it to paragraph and the kids can write what they want. And then when they're done, I get a spreadsheet with all the uh, answers in it. Now I did something that was not overly devious, but I wanted this to be, um, anonymous. So I recognize it means I can't give a grade for it, but I just, I didn't want them to feel like they were pouring their whole heart out to me. So there's nowhere on here where I ask for their names. Now, there's two things you can do. One, if you want to be real cheeky, you can force the students to log in before they answer it, which means you automatically have their email address and you know who they are. Um, But I didn't do that. But what it does do is it timestamps their question. So what I can do is I can look back at at my work and I can see how many kids from each class filled it out so if i'm looking say today for example um my class this morning runs from 850 to 930 i think yeah so if i look i got 13 questions 13 people handed something in between 850 uh, and 930 so i know 13 people did it um So that's kind of helpful. And I can go back and I can talk to them tomorrow or the next day and be, hey, only some of you did your work. Let's go back and look at this together. And now maybe we can do some work where you put your name on it. And it just gives me an idea of how much work gets done when I'm not here. I also asked them for a second uh, uh, challenge today. I gave them part two where I said, I want you to think about a song that you know that you listen to that tells a good story. And I want you to fill out the second Google form. And then we're going to make kind of a list of our own songs that should be on this top 10 list, even if they're not there. And so the second Google form, which I made almost exactly the same way, is uh, it says, what is the name of the song? Um, To the best of your knowledge, what is the name of the musician or the artist or who, who sings it? Um, and then I said, you know, what is the short version of the story of this song? What is it about? And then again, my sort of longer question is tell me how you relate to one of the characters in the song, or if you don't relate to any characters, tell me what it is and you like about this song and why. Like what what makes this song on your list? Uh and again, I, I time stamped it so I can see how many people filled out the work while they were here in class in front of me. Um, and then uh, I don't know who exactly did it. I can guess some of them. But uh, but yeah, so that's what I did today. And it was mostly a, uh, a Google Forms kind of question. Um, and I did it through Google Classroom. So again, I don't want to do a whole lesson on Google Classroom, but I was able to post one assignment that had a link to the two Google Forms, plus it had the Google Doc in it where I had put links to all of the all the videos. So I'm hoping that, uh, that when I talk to them next week, they'll tell me that was easy enough to figure out. Um, we'll see kind of where they're at, but I'm hoping they figured it out. But that's kind of what I did today. Um, and for those people that haven't used a lot of Google Forms, so when I go back into the form as the creator, it shows me all the responses. So it says like, you've had 27 responses, or 50 responses, or six responses. And when I click on the responses, it allows me to create a spreadsheet that shows me all the responses. So right now, uh, looking on my computer screen in front of me, I've got a spreadsheet open that was the part two of the assignment. And I can look down, you know, column A is the timestamp so I can see when they came in. And then I can kind of look at all the questions right here in a row. And it also gives me a chance to really quickly just glance and see if any of the answers that came through are like virtually identical. So in case there was, you know, someone who sent it twice or two people sitting next to each other, I can just see if it, uh, if it kind of makes sense. All right. So that's my second part. That's kind of how I used technology this week. So I'm going to jump in now to part three and I'll tell you as best as I can, Um, What I got out of today from uh, from these two classes All right, so we're gonna jump in and look at part three here and see uh, as best as I can figure out what went on today So as I was saying before I wasn't actually here at school today. I was in a meeting so I have a note from the supply teacher uh, and the best answer I can give you is it kind of says here that everyone seemed more or less on task. It said, most people weren't done early, but everyone was more or less on task, which is a good sign. It means they didn't give my supply teacher a hard time. And you know, most people kind of looked like they were working. So that's, that's the good thing. Um, The kind of negative thing is when I actually look at the answers. So I'm going to start with Ms. Krabappel's class because I see them first in the morning. So if I look at part one, which was watch one of those 10 videos and and fill out a form about it, it appears that I had 12 people do that question. I'm not sure how many people were here today, but based on the page in front of me, I'm guessing there was probably a lot more than 12 people here. So it looks like only 12 people did that first little bit of work. And then I look at the second question and it looks to me like 10 people did the second question. So again, not a high return on work. Um, I don't want to say it's a failure because for this particular group of kids, you know if i can get 10 or 12 of them to do work when i'm in the room that's usually pretty exciting so to get 10 or 12 and that did it when i was gone i'm still pretty happy about that and the good news about the spreadsheet is i can get a real quick look at the answers and the 10 or 12 people that answered it looks like all but one of them gave me like reasonable answers um i got one that's basically all blank so it might have just been a mistake <laughs> And I've got one that's got a question mark for a couple of the answers. So that, that isn't really helpful. But sort of here is what I'm looking at when I'm glancing. So we've got this section here, you know what was the story about? Uh, and as I look down, they're pretty good. They, they're 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 giving me, you know, really short versions and uh, of the stories, and they kind of can figure out, Um, what's going on in the story? The question about relating, I do have some bad answers. So I've got, yeah, he can't, which isn't an answer to the question at all. Um, I've got someone here again, names aren't there and they've got some spelling mistakes, but they've clearly tried to, um, write something to me, um, which is funny because the devices they used have, have speech to text. Maybe I need to do some work with them on Google read and write, but they've, they've tried to write. Um, someone here has written, this doesn't relate to me in any way, but I think I'm still allowed to like it cause it's a good song. I, I think that's really cool. Like they don't, they can't really describe why they like it, but they, they like it. Um, And then someone else, uh, this is a song about, uh, uh, they're talking about Cats in the Cradle, the Harry Chapin song about the, the father who never has time for his son. And then when his son grows up, his son doesn't have time to see his dad. Uh, and the kid wrote, well, it doesn't really relate to me because my dad always has time for me. And, but, but I still like that they're, they're looking at their own relationship and comparing it to that one in that song. So I think that's, that's kind of exciting. Um, but yeah, so I did get, I did get some answers out of there. And then I did have another one, which is really interesting. And again, I don't want to push and I don't want to reveal too much because I don't know these kids. So one of them looked at uh, a boy named Sue by Johnny cash, which again, if you're not familiar with the story, it's about a boy whose dad abandoned the the son and the mother. And before he left, he named the son Sue and the son goes on this mission to hunt down his father and basically kill him for giving him that name. Um, And this kid wrote, um, I relate because I also have problems with my dad and, and I, I don't want to put, put ideas into their heads, but I see it as kind of a sense of catharsis. Whereas like this character in this story is angry at his dad. So he goes and does something about it. And maybe my own student is like, I have issues with my dad. So I like this song because it's about a kid who's got this issue and this is how he deals with it. Um, I'm going to talk to them more about this kind of question next week, I think, and and just ask some questions, but I, but I like that. Okay. So then I'm going to go to part two. Um, And this was not as well done because I'm looking at it and uh, one, two, three, four, four of the 10 songs aren't, um, like songs by the kids choosing their songs off my video list anyway. So I had someone choose a boy named Sue. Someone choose cats in the cradle. Someone choose American pie by Don McLean and someone choose uh, piano man by Billy Joel. So I, those aren't, that was maybe a miscommunication that they didn't understand, but Uh, a few of the other songs that are on this list, I don't know. So I've got a song called, how can you leave us a song called happier, a song called don't matter, um, and a song called suicidal thoughts. And I've got, um, artist names. So, uh, I've got Akon, Marshmallow, Jake Hill, and Josh, a, I don't know who that is. Uh, and one that says NF. I don't know if that is a student's, uh, a singer's name or if that's a, a, a typo, but anyway, um, I've got a few songs to listen to now and see what my kids are into. uh, And maybe that can help me inform my decisions about what to do for them. Um, So one of the things that I think I did right today, but I want to touch base on it, is one of my students wrote uh, in the section that says, tell me how you relate to one of the characters in the song, or if you don't relate, tell me why um, you like this song and what it is about it you like. And one of my students wrote... I don't think I'm going to spill my entire feelings on a Google form and left it at that. And I think that's one of those points where, you know, I didn't collect their names. So maybe they weren't sure if I was collecting or not, but they're like, I don't want to just divulge my heart and soul until I know where this is going. So maybe in the future, I'll stress with the kids uh, that when they write something, it's, it's private. And, um, and maybe this is just the student's way of saying, like, even if I do, um, have these really important thoughts and I've thought it through, but what this song means to me, I don't need to share it with you because I already know what I feel, which I don't think this is a cop-out answer. I think it's just a student going, I'm not comfortable sharing it in this venue, which is totally okay. And I could, I can tweak that, but I, I'm still very happy that I'm getting some answers out of these kids. And I think it's going to be next week, next class where I can do some, uh, a little more with them. Cause I'll be, I'll be more present. All right. So let's jump ahead and look at uh, the next class. Let's look at Miss Hoover's class. So again, I'm using my timestamp to help me figure this out. And based on my timestamp, it looks like I've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, looks like about twenty or twenty-two kids fill out part one. Um, looks like a lot of the same songs have been filled out. There, I'm getting. Uh, A Boy Named Sue, Piano Man, Stan, Cat's in the Cradle, Devil Went Down to Georgia. So it looks like I've got one or two kids who've chosen off the path, but the other ones have all kind of done the same thing. Um, And I'm looking at their answers and I don't get a lot of silliness. I get a couple of silly things. Where when I say, what is the story of Stan, someone wrote, it's old rap, which is not a story at all. Um, so I asked someone, what does Billy Joel's Piano Man, what is it about? And someone wrote, it's a meme, which which it's not. Um, but, but nonetheless, I, I, most of these answers here are, are, are pretty useful. And then when I look at my next question about how to relate, and this is the class that's a little more – uh verbocious, little more, a little more uh, literate. and they can they can say a little more and do a little more and provide me a little better answers. Um, and I like when I look at this that most of them are filling in one or two sentence answers. so my my part one is going pretty well, all things considered. My part two. So if I look at part two and I kind of look at my my timestamp, uh, it gives me. Uh, about 14. So I've got about 14 kids that did part two. So maybe 22 did part one and 14 did part two. Now, when I look at my part twos, all but one of them is a, a, uh, a song I that wasn't on my original list. So I've got, um, best shot, be all right. Isn't in my blood. Thank you. Next. Grab, crab, rave, seven years, mockingbird, faithfully. Uh, when I'm gone, So I've got a bunch of different songs in there that kids have listened to and think they like the story behind. Um, and then there's you know some some fairly well written, um, fairly well written sentences um, after after the name of the song about how they relate to the characters or why it's important. Um, so I'm kind of excited to look at this and see where the kids, um, where the kids feel that they have a connection to this music because I really want, um, I really want to find something that they're passionate about in order to get them to create. So if I can listen to some of this music that they claim to be passionate about, then I want to, to work to get them, um, uh, uh, passionate about something so that we can create together. So I'm hoping that by listening to some of this music and listening to what they think is important to them, we're going to be able to move forward. So that's kind of what happened today. Again, I don't have all the details because I wasn't here and I don't have a, uh, a magical video camera in my classroom to watch them every second. But, um, but nonetheless, I, I'm excited for what happened today. So let's, uh, I've kind of talked about it a bit, but maybe I'll take another break, catch my breath, and just talk a little bit about uh, hopes and plans for the future. All right, so going forward, let's look at what we can do with the information I have here and what can come next. So we are January the 9th, and I kind of set a goal for myself whereby March, I wanted to be well on my way to having them start to create something. So I've got about uh, one, two, three, I've got maybe seven or eight classes left where we have to sort of isolate what it is about music that we like and then start building on that to help create something new. So today was a bit of a rough day cause I wasn't here, but we've got them starting thinking about music that they like. So I think next week I'm going to have to come back to this lesson again, just because then I can be in front of them and I can uh, talk a little bit about it. And what I'll maybe do is listen to a couple of these songs on my own. And if they are school appropriate, Uh, I can maybe play one or two of them, maybe put the lyrics up and have the kids look at it and say, uh, you know, what, what's, what's good about this song or what's good about these lyrics? Um, so that might be where I start. And then I do need to do some more grades from my grade book. So maybe I will have them do a reflection on one of these songs from this list and we'll do a reflection uh, with their name on it and date so that I can kind of track that down and see uh, what they're feeling and what they're thinking. Um, So maybe that's where I'll start with this next week. And, and then I want to start putting together a list and I'm going to kind of have to think on this this week. I'm not really ready to discuss it at this second, but I think I'm going to need to kind of start figuring out some sort of checklist or some sort of voting scheme to have the kids vote on what it is they like about music or what it is they like about music that tells a story so that we can start to get some criteria as to what it is that makes it good for them so that we can start creating something about us. So like for me, I like stories that I can relate to the characters in some way. I either know them or I feel like I know them or it's something to do with me. And then I'll, I'll talk to the kids about what, if they if they think relating to the character is important, then we can use that when we create our own music and say, uh, okay, so we're going to talk about whatever topic it is. How do we relate this topic to us? What do we want to talk about? We'll talk about relations and how to, how to get people interested. Um, So yeah, I think that's where I'm going to go with this. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the different types of music that are out there. So they've already expressed to me that what they want is hip hop. So that's great, but let's listen to some hip hop and see what they feel about it and see if they think they can understand the story and if they think that's the right medium for our story. Um, Once we get a, a topic or an idea, I will try to find music about that topic or idea or along the same veins. If I can find a few genres and we can talk about you know does country music fit this topic best or does hip-hop music or does rock and roll or does folk or does a pop tune like what what type of music fits this topic Uh, maybe we can talk about that and maybe that'll help us uh, create our music so I've got some places to go but I definitely need to start shaping these classes together in the next couple of weeks. Hmm, I've got some work to do. All right. I am going to sign off now because uh, I've been talking for uh, more than a half an hour and I want to kind of get us moving. But welcome back to twenty uh, to GAV session. Welcome to 2019 GAV session. And here's hoping, knock on wood, that I will be able to keep up with this and be able to kind of talk to you week by week about the things that are happening uh, as they're happening. So um, let's kind of keep our brains on The Sound of Silence and Simon and Garfunkel and we'll keep it on True Colors by Phil Collins and we'll keep sort of pushing through and trying to move forward with this plan and get it somewhere off the ground where we can start creating things that we're proud of. Cause I feel like we've been at a bit of a standstill for, uh, for the last few classes. So let's see if we can, uh, kind of bring them into a place where we're creating something. Here's hoping. All right, guys, thanks for uh, stopping by and I will talk to you soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out this week's Gav session. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out all of my podcasts available from the Anchor app or from Anchor FM. Anybody can make a podcast in just a few minutes from Anchor FM. If you like what you heard today, please check out the rest of my online personality. You can message me on Twitter at GavSession or check me out at GavSession.com or YouTube.com slash GavSession. Thanks for stopping by.